Adding to the disclaimer that opinions of a host and of the guests of any particular show shall not affect the radio network as a whole. We reserve all ability and freedom of speech from all participants involved, including callers, and if you're offended, tough shit. Thank you, Resolution Radio. Katie Armor raised the standard. Finally, AR500 steel core body armor that comfortably conforms to the chest and torso. Unique design distributes weight, feeling lighter, increases mobility, and lessens fatigue. Introducing the Combat Quad Bend CQB, a revolutionary plate-forming process that caters to the end user. The CQB is an industry game-changer, a must-have for the ladies. Available now only at katiearmor.com, C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Come and take it. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. Blockit Attention patriots, tired of the tyranny and crime in the sanctuary cities? Flee the city and seek refuge in the American Redoubt. FleeTheCity.com Move to the freedom of Idaho, Montana, or Wyoming. FleeTheCity.com FleeTheCity.com Pocket.com offers quality, American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockItPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockItPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Now's your chance to get the last of the Resolution Radio blood teas. Only a few left available before we try to do a reorder. This has been a high-selling item, and we really appreciate everyone's support getting this shirt and showing their pride as well as showing their heritage. Nothing counts more than blood. Get yours today from Resolution Radio. Only $25 plus $5 shipping and handling. It really helps the network improve and you really get a great product to showcase what you truly believe in. Nothing counts more than blood. Only from Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com Send check, money order, or well-concealed cash. To Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. That's Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. You're listening to Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com. Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. With the Jews, what have you done for me isn't really the question. It's what have you done for me lately? Their endless demands continue. South African-born billionaire Elon Musk bought Twitter on 27 October with $44 billion, and then took it private, all in the name of free speech. Within a week, on 2 November, he was meeting with Jewish leaders and other non-white racial advocates, and promised them 
that Twitter's censorship of things and people they don't want to hear will continue, at least to some degree, on the platform. Let's take a look at what Musk tweeted on Wednesday. Quote, Talked to civil society leaders, Jonathan Greenblatt, boss of the ADL, Yale Eisenstadt, vice president of the ADL, Rashad Robinson, head of Color of Change and spokesman for Voting While Black, Jessica Gonzalez, leader of several leftist pro-censorship groups, Norman Chen, head of the Asian American Foundation, Derek Johnson, president of the NAACP, Ken Hirsch of the George W. Bush Presidential Center, and Cindy Benavides, head of the League of United Latin American Citizens, about how Twitter will continue to combat hate and harassment and enforce its election integrity policies. Twitter will not allow anyone who was deplatformed for violating Twitter rules back on platform until we have a clear process for doing so, which will take at least a few more weeks. Twitter's Content Moderation Council will include representatives with widely divergent views, which will certainly include the civil rights community and groups who face hate-fueled violence. Close quote. I suggest a National Alliance representative on their Content Moderation Council. Most interesting indeed that these anti-whites were characterized by Musk as, quote, civil society leaders, unquote, as if that were some kind of formal term or title. It's also interesting that the real moving force behind the meeting, the ADL's gangster-like Greenblatt, said immediately afterwards that he was cautiously optimistic and quote-unquote would be monitoring to make sure the world's richest man does the things quote we expect unquote all while at the same time openly advocating for advertisers to pull their ads from Twitter. In one of the few truthful statements to pass out of Greenblatt's mouth, he added, quote, We will continue to monitor, close quote. You bet they will. That's what Jews do, among other negative things like undermining non-Jewish societies in every way possible. The Jews are the only race on planet Earth to devote multiple billions and innumerable organizations, councils, leagues, intelligence-gathering agencies, pollsters, and umbrella groups to finding out just how much they are liked or hated by everyone else on the planet. It remains to be seen what exactly Musk will do. Even though he's supposedly the richest man on earth, perhaps the Rothschilds don't count as being on earth, 
The Jewish campaign against newly independent Twitter is causing a rapid decline in revenue, and I'm sure that Musk's imagination is picturing that $44 billion melting like an ice cube. He has a lot to lose, and the Jews have a lot of power to make him lose it. A man with the very Jewish-sounding name of Yoel Roth is the global head of safety and integrity at Twitter, both before and after Musk. When numerous people stated publicly that as main architect of Twitter's censorship regime, Roth should be the first one fired, Musk shot back that Roth had quote-unquote high integrity and would be kept on the job. Roth had called members of the Trump administration Nazis and called Trump himself a racist tangerine. Roth now says that Musk's massive layoffs at Twitter did not affect, quote, most of the 2,000-plus frontline content moderation team, close quote, that he heads. Quote, While we said goodbye to incredibly talented friends and colleagues yesterday, our core moderation capabilities remain in place, Yoel Roth said. He added that while Twitter slashed 15% of the trust and safety workforce, compared to approximately 50% of employee cuts company-wide, the 2,000 frontline moderation staff were among the least impacted. More than 80% of our incoming content moderation volume was completely unaffected by this access change. The daily volume of moderation actions we take stayed steady through this period, Roth said. He added that the company was dedicated to maintaining its integrity heading into the midterm elections. With early voting underway in the U.S., our efforts on election integrity, including harmful misinformation that can suppress the vote and combating state-backed information operations, remain a top priority, he said. Roth noted that the layoffs have mostly impacted account access issues, such as aiding with lost password requests and reviewing appeals for suspended accounts. We're working to get these back online in the days to come, he said, closing the thread with an appeal to recruiters to reach out with job openings. I have recommendations for incredibly smart and compassionate talent that is now available. Musk added in a separate tweet, Again, to be crystal clear, Twitter's strong commitment to content moderation remains absolutely unchanged. In fact, we have actually seen hateful speech at times this week decline below our prior norms, contrary to what you may read in the press. Close quote. According to the New York Post, quote, Roth, the man in charge of the team responsible for developing and enforcing the social media site's rules, had referred to former President Donald Trump's advisors as 
actual Nazis in the White House and likened counselor to the 45th president, Kellyanne Conway, to Nazi propaganda chief Joseph Goebbels. Roth snidely remarked of the middle of the country, I'm just saying we fly over those states that voted for a racist tangerine for a reason. Close quote. Seven months ago on this program, when Musk was still in purchase negotiations for Twitter, I highlighted what the Jewish position was on Musk's purchase and what they expected from him then. The Jewish point of view on Musk's takeover bid, a twisted, contradictory, Talmudic point of view, was expressed in an article posted at Israel Today a publication intended mainly for Jews. The title and subtitle alone tell the story. Israel congratulates Elon Musk on acquiring Twitter, defending free speech, but Jewish state hopes the tech visionary and world's richest man can help stifle the growing anti-Semitism and incitement against Jews on social media. What? How can you stifle people and at the same time defend free speech? Only a Jew could originate such a thought or have the effrontery to parade it in public. Is Musk on bended knees before the Jews? Or as a student of their ways, as all leaders of all persuasions must be, has he merely learned to dissimulate? Only time will tell. Musk has waffled a lot in his political and social positions, though his friends say he's just hard to categorize. He voted for Biden and Hillary Clinton, supported non-white presidential candidates Kanye West, before Kanye's exposure of Jewish power, and Andrew Yang, and has recently declared that he won't support the Democratic Party anymore because it is the, quote, party of division and hate, close quote, has said he supports the idea of government-funded universal basic income, and he has repeatedly criticized big techs and the left's censorship regimes, though never mentioning their Jewish nature. Yet, at the same time, he recently wrote an article for a publication called China Cyberspace, a government publication put out by the same agency that censors the Internet in that country. He's also said that Taiwan should become just an administrative region of China and proposed a peace plan for Ukraine that enraged the Washington establishment and the Jewish media. This year, Musk gave away millions in Starlink satellite internet terminals and ongoing access for free to the government of Ukraine. Last month, he said the company was losing too much money and the Ukrainians would have to start paying again like everyone else. But after the controlled media exploded in fury at that idea, 
he reversed his position two days later. Most interestingly, though, Musk has gone completely against the establishment narrative when it comes to population numbers, stating not only that we have a birth dearth, not enough babies being born, but that the population is centered in regions, East Asia and the White West, where there are the most intelligent and accomplished people. Here are a few relevant quotes from Musk from an interview he gave to the World Post. Quote, I think demographics is a real issue. People are not having kids in a lot of countries, and very often people will say, we'll solve it with immigration. But immigration from where? Many parts of Europe have an average birth rate of only 50 or 60 percent of what's needed for replacement. Or China, for that matter, they're at 50 percent of the replacement rate. Where exactly are we going to find 600 million people to replace the ones that were never born? The birth rate is strongly inversely correlated to wealth inversely correlated to education, and positively correlated to religion. So the more religious you are, the less educated, and the poorer you are, the more kids you will have. This is true between countries and within countries. I think if you were to state the threats to civilization, the Lack of people is obviously a threat to civilization. We are going to face in the mid part of this century, and particularly in the latter part of this century, a demographic implosion the likes of which we have never seen, including the Black Plague. The math is obvious. When did China ever experience a 50% reduction in its population? The answer is... Never. Basically, if it ever did happen, it happened pre-writing, because no one's ever written of such a thing. Even when the Black Plague came through Europe, they might have lost a quarter, but never a half of the population. And yet, we have modern Spain, with a birth rate that is 50% of replacement. It's as if someone went through and killed half the population, the future population. Something better happen to turn this around, because otherwise you have an inverted demographic pyramid and it's going to collapse. At this rate, the only thing that'll be left will be robots. For me, you'd want to have a future where there is a space-spanning civilization, where our species is out there exploring the stars. From an evolutionary standpoint, human consciousness has not been around very long. A little light just went on after four and a half billion years. How often does that happen? Maybe it is quite rare. In fact, it would appear to be quite rare. Or others out there with a consciousness are very good at hiding. If it is such a rare thing, then we should do whatever we can to ensure its long-term survival. Close quote. 
These statements from Elon Musk were hopeful enough and positive enough for the possible future of our race that they prompted me to write an open letter to Musk in 2015, asking for support, anonymous if necessary, we have a Monero address, for the people, the members and leaders of the National Alliance who really are on the front lines for an interplanetary humanity of high quality. We have received no response so far. Was that just a vain dream? Perhaps, but dreams must be dreamt and spoken out loud if great advances are to be made. Given his weakness when under social pressure and his certain degree of unpredictability, and despite his huge wealth, his vulnerability to massive losses if kept under Jewish media and establishment fire, we're not holding our breaths for a billion-dollar donation from the white African-American Musk. We'll continue our alliance building, no matter what. But if he really wants to change the course of human history for the better, that's exactly what he should do. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Thanks for listening to Project Schoolyard Volume 2. For more information about the project, as well as lyric to the songs on this CD, please visit www.tightrope.cc. You can also find jokes, news articles, a photo gallery, free CD downloads, and a secure online shopping cart. 
We carry a full line of flags, t-shirts, CDs, books, stickers, and other products of interest to racially conscious white people. Please visit www.tightrope.cc. The Occidental Quarterly fills a unique niche in bringing together scholarly articles on a wide range of topics that are mired in political correctness elsewhere. It is edited by Professor Kevin McDonald, who's no stranger to listeners of the political cesspool. There are quite a few reasons for the precarious state of our civilization and our people. But one of the main ones is that we have lost the intellectual and moral high ground to a cultural elite that is hostile to our people and our culture. Those of us who are politically aware must understand that the elites dominating culture and the political process in the West are intellectually and morally bankrupt. TOQ is the key. Digital download subscriptions are only $30 a year. Subscriptions by first-class mail are only $60 a year. Go to toqonline.com and click on subscribe now. In addition to receiving fascinating and informative articles, you will also be supporting the work of scholars who are part of a community defending our people and our culture with the highest level of integrity and intellectual sophistication. That's toqonline.com. Subscribe now. Are you worried about America? Do you fear the power of the Obama brigades to take away your rights? The Obama presidency is the most radical left-wing administration in American history. Our constitutional liberties are in danger. What can you do? Join the Council of Conservative Citizens. For over 20 years, the CFCC has fought for the rights and ideals of the European-American majority. The CFCC has won legal and political battles to protect your heritage and your liberties. The CFCC advocates strong state governments over the power of Washington, D.C. to rule your life. The CFCC believes in an American-first foreign and domestic policy which opposes globalism and one-world government. The CFCC advocates racial integrity as God's natural order. Visit our website today at www.cfcc.org and join fellow European Americans in the fight for our people. Are you a native son or daughter of the South who pleads the stars and bars? Someone not born in Dixieland, but who is a Johnny Reb at heart and looking for a place to shop that promotes Southern heritage? Well, your search is over. Dixie Republic is the place to go for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. Inside the log cabin, just outside Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, Dixie Republic has t-shirts, hats, videos, flags, books, belt buckles, and some of the best mouth-watering barbecue sauce that will ever touch your lips. There's just about everything you want honoring the South at Dixie Republic. Well, you say that South Carolina's a bit too far for you to drive? Have no fear, my friend. All of this is just a mouse click away. Go online at www.dixierepublic.com. You're home for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride.